0: Has Hayao Miyazaki lost his touch? Oh, you didn't like it. I didn't.
1: 24 days in the year 2024 days listen to zero credits every day and we won't beat you up and welcome back to zero credits the show where we talk about things my name is henry and my name's new john and together we're henry and that new john coming at you to discuss the cultural happenings of that there zeitgeist in order to make the year new
0: all right henry come out and say it it no come out come out and say what you're fucking doing everyone's fucking doing it just say what you're doing Oh, okay i am not
1: doing dry january this year oh my fucking god i've done it every year in the past i just opened up a saint arnold's uh out of season lawnmower
0: <laughs> in the depths of winter the, the seasonal saint arnold beer that only mm. comes out in the summer
1: yeah, we save some for the depths of winter, and I'm having a nice summer drink in the most dreary, rainy day of the year so far.
0: Well, I, uh, my, my drinking tastes had uh, grown to envelop the darker beers. You know, you, you know me, and have known me for years. In the darker months, I start breaking out the Guinness, probably the best, readily available beer you can find everywhere. Uh, I've, I've been enjoying like some some uh, some coffee stouts, some chocolate stouts, like really dark, ambery beers. And tonight I am drinking a Brooklyn Brewery special effects non-alcoholic IPA because I'm basic and I'm doing Dry January.
1: Well, good for you for embracing the new special offerings in the non-alcoholic beer world. Because uh, you don't have to drink alcohol to uh, get the taste of alcohol anymore.
0: Yeah, you, you don't have to. You don't have to drink alcohol to get the experience of paying basically two dollars a can for what is nutritionally a Coca Cola. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. You, you can wreck your body and spend way more money doing it. Yeah, so I'm not doing Dry January
1: in full. I will only be drinking on podcast days. And maybe one day of weekends. That That's what I'm going to be doing. Um, it's kind of similar to what I did during October, but plus podcast days. So, slightly sober October, kind of arid January. I just, you know, I feel like I've gotten back in touch with my moderation. And I don't need to do the cold cut, the, 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 the cold
0: turkey cut now. Yeah, I feel like you're doing something which... Um no one does which is called drinking in moderation uh and that is i think a totally fair approach to it i think dry january is good i think it's Uh, good i I think it's good for you if you like me are in a place where like you've kind of lost connection with what it means to drink alcohol and you're just kind of doing it all the time. Not that I'm like an alcoholic or I'm sloshed all the time. I'm just like drinking beers in the house alone and for no reason and have lost connection to it. So it's good to have the reset.
1: I appreciate dry January because it made me aware of how much I had been drinking. And then the weird habits we get into where, it was never a craving, but it was just like a, huh, I could go for a drink right now, and it's a Wednesday. Like, what? what is that? Let's examine
0: why that is. Yeah, let, I, let's examine on why, like, a perfectly normal day, and I, I use a new fitness watch that has a journaling capacity that makes me say everything I did yesterday. Not everything. Uh, I have some secrets, whoop, uh, but it's <laughs> like... <laughs> Did you have an alcoholic drink? And I will uh, just enter truthfully at the end of the week. (laughs) It just presents you with data. It's like, Hey, did you know that you had 13 drinks last week? And I'm like, I didn't even like go out or feel drunk ever that week. And I had 13 drinks. Yeah. So I think,
1: I think dry January and sober October and, and like these challenges like this are great for making you aware of your habits. And then you can extrapolate from them and say, okay, I need to cut down wanton drinking and carry that forward. Like I used to treat dry January as a reset button where it's like I cut out alcohol and then I'm good for the year. I can do whatever I want. And I think that's the harmful way to do dry January. The The better way is to be mindful, be present, you know, really kind of be introspective with your drinking habits. And learn lessons from that and take that forward into the year and so you you know you don't maybe for me it's i don't drink as much
0: yeah i think ideally it'll um just give you back your moderation i gotta say there is um since both of us have a tendency to do dry january and this is a really interesting year uh we usually kind of discuss the ever-evolving landscape of the non-alcoholic beverage yeah. uh, and i gotta say a a small part of me is pretty dismayed at how good a couple and only a couple non-alcoholic beers are and it it pisses me off because i'm i'm enjoying this brooklyn brewery special effects non-alcoholic ipa and truly there is functionally no taste difference between this and like a kind of 6 or 7 out of 10 IPA
1: that's interesting yeah cuz all the ingredients and, uh, are there it's just the fermenting process is not there you know it's just the, the the yeast and the whatever
0: makes alcohol and alcohol letting letting grain go bad isn't in that can And they're so like the good ones are fermented. They just have a very low alcohol percentage, which is lower than 0.5%. And I think the rise in popularity of IPAs has allowed for non-alcoholic beers to taste better because hops blow everything out of the palate equation. Like if if you super hop a non-alcoholic beer, it'll taste like an IPA that's super hoppy because everything else just disappears i don't know that there will ever be like a good non-alcoholic lager or like a like an alt beer or a pilsner like something that really relies on like tasting the fermentation like a cold ferment beer but ipas and to a lesser extent like dark beers like stouts you can get away with a lot with them being non-alcoholic the the na guinness is delicious just very expensive
1: yeah I find too, like with your mixed drinks, that sometimes if you make it like an al- a non-alcoholic version of like a rum and Coke, you really get to taste the Coke.
0: Yeah, it's really strange. Just remove that one ingredient. The palate really opens up. You're missing that rum, but you're tasting all the Coke. I will say for the praise that I have leveled upon non-alcoholic beers... I think non-alcoholic spirits are just never going to make it. No. They're just just not good. I've tried a few. They're not good. The the only ones I tried that were good were from this place called the Curious Elixir Company. And they weren't trying to, like, replicate the taste of alcohol. They were just trying to make their own thing. And usually kind of just tasted like you were drinking um, weed with lemon juice in it. But they were okay. Interesting. Like a weed drink yeah like it, they were uh like cbd or hemp based or whatever yeah. uh mm-hmm. mushroom based so they just kind of taste like earthy skunky lemony pretty okay i guess
1: okay yeah and um for all you you know brunch heads out there going to brunch doing dry january i just want to recommend they make a non-alcoholic screwdriver but they hide it um you could just
0: just ask them for a glass of orange juice, and you're mm. in. Oh man, it's this is classic secret menu stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, only if you've been drinking dry January for a number of years will you like be able to like decode what's on a menu. It's crazy. Like, yeah, there, if you, you got to search for this, it. There's this drink I love, and it's half vodka, half milk. Yeah. But if, if you go to the grocery store, and you're not going to believe this, you can buy, like, gallons of, like, non-alcoholic cocktail for yeah. way cheaper. They're, like, way half cheaper. vodka, half milks, and, you know, the the fine, uh, the fine mixology places I'm going to, that's, what, $17, $18 a drink? You can get this milk for... Actually, I've not bought milk and so I don't. I genuinely don't know how much milk <laughs> costs. I was, was going to continue. I, I yeah. was ten dollars. Does it five dollars? Five a gallon of milk. That's very cheap. Something like that. Yeah. My soy milk costs three dollars a half gallon, and uh, I've got a two for one because I told
1: you that bit about screwdrivers at brunch. But if you're mm-hmm. if you don't like screwdrivers, and that's a, that's fine. That's that's to your taste. If you're like a mimosa fan. It's crazy, but you can order the same thing. Tell them you want an orange juice and you're 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 having at the same time a non-alcoholic screwdriver and a non-alcoholic mimosa. 2 for 1, you're double-fisting in one cup
0: now sometimes they don't get they don't like get the mix right like if you order an orange juice they might send you out a non-alcoholic screwdriver because it's just in a glass for it to be a non-alcoholic mimosa of course has to be in a champagne style glass yeah um so if they fuck that up make sure to make a big deal about it make a huge stink about it and then you're you're golden and you know what it's going to be a lot cheaper I personally, for dry January, I'm buying a lot of really expensive wine and then boiling off the alcohol on the stove.
1: Yeah, you're just left with grape juice and mm,
0: so good. It's so good. It's bad. It's, it's, <laughs> it's so good. It's wine. bad. <laughs> it's boiled wine. It's so good.
1: It's bad. Yeah, I, I'm doing a similar thing with rum cake, but I'm boiling it so that it reduces out even the little remnants of the rum. Uh-huh. And I'm just left with kind of like hot cake water. Uh huh, yeah. And you're boiling the you're you're doing that with the cake. Yeah, with with the cake, yeah.
0: Because I yeah, I don't wanna it's dry January, I can't have a rum cake. Yeah, I just got this bottle of Pappy O'Daniel, it cost $1,500, and uh, I just put that in a saucepan, crank that bad boy on high, let it cook for a little bit, and then it creates this like fruit leather at the bottom that I peel off and eat, yeah. totally non-alcoholic. I can take Pappy with me wherever I go. It's like beef jerky. Cops can't say a thing. Yeah, can't. That's a popo no-no. Popo no-no. That's legal fruit leather. It's that's legal
1: fruit leather. Uh, Can't stop but, them. Can't stop. You can do it in a school. <laughs> you can do it in a school. Legal fruit leather. You can do it in a school. Yep. So these are just some tips for all of you out there who might be doing dry January as well. Um, learn something about yourself and your habits. I wholly uh, encourage people to embrace uh, changing up their, their lifestyle just for a little bit. If you don't like it,
0: February's just around the corner. And it's the shortest month, so make sure to drink a lot in February to make it worth it. Yeah, Increase we got a leap day. day. Oh, we, it's a leap year. we got a leap day this year, so you got to
1: throw an extra couple back on that day. Make, make up for your average.
0: Yeah, on, on the 29th, drink 70 beers <laughs> at minimum. <laughs> Oh yeah, minimum. I think it's too cute that the leap year is on is on even years. You want it on odd? Yeah. That's odd. It's too easy to remember, though I guess we are lucky because it's what? It's falling on a year that ends in four. When's the next time that's gonna happen? Twenty twenty eight? No? Twenty thirty two? No? Twenty thirty six? No. Wait. Twenty forty. No, 2040 24. no 20 20 years, 20 years 20 years 20 years wow i could have easily done that in my head for some reason i decided no. to keep counting
1: them on my the, fingers you had to show your work and i appreciate about i appreciate that about you yeah i'm common core to the core i think common core would have you add a bunch of n- unrelated numbers together so you could do the math quicker
0: oh yeah right Re- i <laughs> Uh, a lot of things would have you carry ones or whatever.
1: Yeah. I did some common core math recently where somebody asked me, like, what is something I can't explain what I did, but it was like a, a, a hundred something with some change, maybe multiplied by something else. So I just separated the 100 from the change and multiply them both i don't know i felt smart at the time and now i feel like the dumbest person
0: to ever exist trying to explain whatever literally whenever anyone explains common core to me i'm like and that's because i was homeschooled i'm like that's just how you do math like i i truly yeah. don't know any other way to do that's math. good but uh you know you're doing some common core you're, you you From what I understand, you've been in a Billy Madison type situation. Wait, no. Is that the one where he does golf or the one where he goes back to school? Happy
1: Gilmore's the golf one.
0: You've been doing a a Billy Madison situation.
1: No, somebody just asked what is something times another thing or divided by something, and I just did it for them real quick. Mm. Were they proud? They They were happy to have the answer, and they went about their day.
0: Isn't that why we do this? I guess. Isn't that why we're on the earth? To give people the pleasure of having the answer for something.
1: Yeah. And then they, they went about, like, it was for a reason. It was maybe something to do
0: with cups. Okay. Okay. This is uh stretching credulity the longer. So it was a hundred cups and it sounds like there was a, oh, like cups, measuring cups. No, for a party. Okay, but to to me it sounds like there was a fractional element. Was there like a quarter of a cup? I don't know. Or was it like we can buy cups in quantities of a hundred and twenty eight, but we have four hundred and thirteen people coming? So how many packs of cups do we need?
1: It was something way simpler than that. Oh, simpler than that? It was literally just like maybe how many would be
0: (laughs) Henry Henry (laughs) was the the question you and another person were sitting at a table and neither of you had a cup and they asked how many cups should I go get for us (laughs) it was tricky
1: because there were two of us but someone else was going to show up later
0: Uh uh-huh yeah oh that is tricky is its it is it two or three is it, it's um so two cups are real but that other cup is the imaginary number i the square root of negative one yeah we carried that cup later because we moved tables anyway <laughs> i was uh, i found myself in a situation i went to austin stand by kind of tropical best yucca fries available and that i think they're the only place i know that currently does yucca fries um kind of tropical great love it went there it's cold out you know it is i can i'm not i'm not that. lying i'm not lying he's he not lying re- folks he's telling the truth he he laughs because he knows um but it's cold out and kind of tropical has this like big outdoor kind of seating area and some tables have heaters and some tables don't that's and true I was waiting for a party of two to arrive. I didn't know when they would arrive, but I knew they'd arrive soon. Uh, so I parked at the only four top that had a working heater. And for Ooh. 20 minutes, I was sitting there like totally alone, <laughs> at the one four top with a heater at like right at 5 PM, right when people were like oh. starting to arrive for happy hour and so many people glared at me and people like and i also didn't have any food or any drinks because i was waiting for people to show up and they were like no people were staring at me people were like can i take a chair because like they wanted to turn two tops into four tops and i was like only one you can only take one one and then every other person was like hey can we have those i was like no and they looked at me like they fucking hated me it was rough it's rough being the the guy
1: or gal or non-binary it's tough being the person holding down the table with no discernible timetable as when people arrive and it's like the longer you have to say no to people borrowing like chairs or asking if they can move you into the dumpster like the more anxiety builds and be like, they got to show up soon. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm about to cave and just, yeah like I can't, t- I'm going to
0: get up. I'm going to get up from this table and go to a smaller table and be like, ah, oh, it's all it was. Av- I've done that. Yeah. I, I've, I've, I've been waiting for people so long that I abandoned a table to go sit at a smaller table so that table could get taken. And I could say nothing was available. Cause I get so Mm-hmm. tired of fending people off and people having me having to look at me like i'm an asshole and we never wait long after that for a table where we make it work and it's only happened once or twice i'm not proud of it but that's how heavy the crown is when you're the guy <laughs> holding down the table oh absolutely
1: I, I mean remember before movie theaters had assigned seating and you would try oh, to bolt down a <laughs> row of seats in a movie theater for your like party they're like we're gonna go go get concessions or whatever and Mm -hmm. like too many of them go yeah (laughs) and it's like well somebody's gonna stay back and like hold the row i'm like oh no you got it and then you have to like wave people away that
0: that was a nightmare i hate have you ever been to like the amc in gateway no i have not it's like the the it's old style theater seating and that like the the chairs are super close together and they're like plastic shitty theater chairs. I mean they're they're not oh. plastic but they're like the old thin padding ones and there's like no assigned seating. I think AMC theaters are assigned seating now. And we went to go see Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse and six people were coming and me and allison were there and waiting for these people we had to like tell people who are trying to sit in chairs like four chairs down from us but like, no 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 we're so sorry someone is going to sit right there yeah. <laughs> and we're bogarting like four or five additional chairs the whole time terrible horrible way to do it theater performances are this way really I like if you go see like a scenes. musical Uh, you get a section you know
1: oh i i usually i usually get assigned seats uh maybe
0: i'm going to the bad theaters maybe you're not paying enough money
1: that's true um i mean you're just you're uh, literally you're literally in like the ground lean section holding your little thing of peanuts and going hey
0: hey what's this play all about then (laughs) it's uh it's funny because the the situation which this happened was in london's west end oh wow uh, and i was like please no, that's for my wife she's getting candy <laughs> my wife is getting candy my wife is getting candy please, <laughs> please don't sit there please, please don't right. sit there my wife is getting candy
1: enough bantering about john we've got very important business to get to it's 2024 yeah it is the year of the well the chinese new year hasn't happened yet so
0: oh last year was of course year of the rat yeah
1: who knows what i could look it up but who knows what this year will be all that it's important to say is that for us following what what do we call this calendar is is the georgian gregorian
0: gregorian us. chant us
1: chanting to this Gregorian calendar know that it is a year of newness and as such our year-long endeavor John that was zeit bingo 2023 has come officially to a close
0: yes I uh, I have been looking forward to this day as I marched incessantly towards victory through the latter half of 2023. Right. And uh, I finally can stop the
1: just crushing effort I was putting into every episode that was destroying my relationships with my family, causing me just problem after problem at work since (laughs) I was dedicated so muchly to researching every topic topics for every episode. And I think it, it comes down now to your judgment. I defer to you. Did I crush
0: that or not? Um, okay. Let's do away with the term crush. Cause this isn't about congratulations. And we, we knew that the ball was in my court about whether this was attained. And I know it'd be easy to make jokes or make light of this but everybody knows i love the game for the game's sake and i have to be honest i think every episode of Sing- of zero credits had well-researched segments or whatever your square said hell yeah i cannot wait to phone in
1: the entire year
0: now of course uh everyone knows that i bet big on five people dying over the course of uh of 2023 only two of them uh t- did die uh but i had the the one remaining square of course and to back all this up the stakes for 2023 zeit bingo 2023 is of course the winner gets a dinner <laughs> a dinner winner winner a dinner winner winner gets a dinner the treat of the loser and uh i i think it's I think we got to let people know where we stand in the Right. New year. Right, yeah. Um
1: I am one space away. One space that
0: you would control the judgment of away from getting a bingo. Okay, you are one space away and that is the well-researched topics on every episode, is that it? No, that one I've already crossed off from the discussion we had earlier. Okay, so you were two away at the beginning of this conversation.
1: That's correct. Okay. <laughs> now what, I what am is one your remaining square? My last remaining square is that I promised the people that in 2023 we would have more streamlined segments. Yes. On the show. Uh-huh. That we do Uh uh-huh yeah and
0: then i proceeded to maybe do that the whole year question mark and it's up to me as to whether or not we had more streamlined segments i don't i feel like
1: i can't declare myself a winner because it's such a subjective thing you're also on the show Mm -hmm. and you stand to lose a
0: dinner to me from the outcome of this square Yes, and we all have a lot to lose and a lot to gain. Yeah. Now, of course, my remaining square, and in fact, I, um, I, I approach this uh, this bingo from a game theory optimal standpoint, as I do everything in my life. And I've been sitting on multiple potential bingos for weeks or months. Of course, we know my initial strategy. Was for Big Pants to make a comeback, and Big Pants had to make a comeback three times before you would give it to me earlier this year. Uh, for Bob Barker to die, and for me to say Stay Loose Sloppies, and of course for the Antichrist to be Ascendant. And I check Antichrist news every week before the podcast. I'm <laughs> on the off chance. That the Antichrist is ascendant. So unless something happens during this recording that shows that the Antichrist is ascendant, I am not winning via that strategy.
1: Sorry, even if something were to happen during the recording of this episode, it's 2024, baby. You're right. It's it's over. It's over. You're right. Antichrist did not ascend. You lost
0: that square. (laughs) Uh, Only only if something happens in this podcast, it's like how your FSA or your HSA works. You can use last year's balance if it was incurred in the previous year. So if it comes to light that the Antichrist was ascended in 2023 during this podcast, then of course I will win via the uh, initial and optimal route. My second strategy of uh, Sam Bankman-Fried being found guilty, a new TikTok trend of eating canned fish slash caviar i gotta tell you henry that one surprised me that that one ended up being real <laughs> that one is genuinely one that i put down as a joke and was 100 real hey sometimes you're prescient uh I, I am pretty precious uh and then henry kissinger was to die and then of course uh the hail mary email from a more popular podcast
1: Right. Um yes. And I checked the zero credits email. So I I I think we didn't get one, but if please
0: stand me if I'm corrected. So uh, so you you've been checking it throughout 2023 and up until today. I have just checked it. Okay. I have a grievance. What's up, buddy? And I won't name anyone, but I did want to win this dinner and i sent a pretty heartfelt short and honest email to pretty much every small austin podcast i could find everyone did not get back to me in any way whatsoever i that sucks for us and sent, you. i sent personalized emails i learned a little bit about their podcast i tried to make it as enticing And low energy as possible. And I get why they didn't write back. Podcasting is like a grubby, weird, cross-marketing cesspool with a low skill barrier to entry. So if anything sets off people's alarms that this is like a cross-marketing thing, you're not going to click it. You're not going to engage. But everyone? No response? Everyone? I'm not going to name podcasts, but I'm... Genuinely dismayed at the Austin podcasting community that I did. And these were small podcasts, but bigger than us. Yeah. I mean,
1: our only emails these days are like new podcast services that are like, Hey, you're now on Splunkle. Come play your podcast on Splunkle or... Hey, are you looking for guests? We've got this new guest matcher, <laughs> match guests to podcasts. It's not,
0: it's not Tinder. It's definitely not like a Tinder. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like, and this wasn't like a cross promo marketing thing. E- even in all of them, I was like, if you want me to, I'll mention your podcast. I'll say it's great. I'll say it's great. You, you literally just have to send us an email saying hi. Anything, anything. Wow. Not a single reply, and just goes to I, show I'm you. Not, I don't mean to continue with this grievance, but like you, you got to. This is why podcasting isn't an art, yeah. and the people who do it aren't artists because artists help artists. Podcasters are greedy little money grubbing gremlins oh my gosh, who don't yeah. care about anybody, anybody. A dinner <laughs> could be on the line, and they don't give a shit. Everyone, Henry, everyone I could find—it's—it's it's crazy to to see this
1: in the podcasting space after being so immersed in the ska band corner of the internet through our interactions with uh flying raccoon suit. We interviewed them and like other spots, like so in the ska scene, like bands lift up bands. Everyone is supporting everyone else. It's just everyone's <laughs> shouting out new releases and tour dates, even if they're not. C- connected at all to the tour, and it's like we want to see music we like do well and you when you go to the podcast space which is just a dog eat dog world you just do not really see this uplifting sort of community
0: and it's such a shame that the margins are so slim in this huge yet tiny masturbatory community (laughs) that like Damn. everyone's fighting for fucking scraps i i clearly am very mad about this i would have been cool if even one wrote me back and was like no fuck you. yeah it, fine it, honestly <laughs> like, yeah a any, fuck you from one of them would have been awesome and i sent these from my personal email address because i wanted if they sent it to the zero credits address for it to be a surprise uh but like i it's it's very frustrating. I don't hold it against them. Like I said, I get it. It's pretty dismaying, but suffice to say, I did not win twenty twenty three Zyte Bingo. Oh, and that was one thing I was going to do. I was thinking, like, ah, oh, we have like inroads in the ska community. Maybe I can see. If one of the flying raccoon suit people might, like, know a podcast they've been on or whatever and could, like, but then you'd know the whole plan would be welched. I can't do that. I was painted into a corner and I was stabbed. I'm sorry
1: that happened to you, John. Um, I put more
0: effort into this than I've done for anything on the podcast (laughs)
1: before. I wanted that dinner so bad. I'm sorry. That you've lost. And it might come to light that maybe nobody won. Because there might be a stretch or two on mine. Uh-huh. Um but before we get to that, I need your verdict. I need your ruling, your honor. Would you agree to the statement that Zero Credits had more streamlined segments in 2023?
0: Okay. I have a lot of
1: questions all right i'm willing to answer
0: uh so the wording of the question did zero credits have more streamlined segments in 2023 is that meant to mean we had more segments that were streamlined as in a greater quantity of segments that were streamlined or that we had any segments that were more streamlined. <laughs> I think it's any
1: segments that are more streamlined or an increased quantity of segments that didn't drag on that. We got to the point that we did like a little wrap up before moving on to the next topic, which I conscientiously tried to keep doing throughout. Cause I didn't want us to, I like, I, I, didn't want us to lose the thread of what we were talking about and just fizzle out and go to the next topic. So I, I don't know if you remember, but I I always tried to say like, well, let's put a bow on that or let's wrap this up with like one or two more sentences Uh to like in cap a segment before moving on to a new segment. And like maybe once or twice a handful of times, I was able to give like, what did we learn this episode at the end of an episode? If you listen back to all 52 episodes we put out last year, that number is fudged because we skipped a couple of weeks. I'll I, I'll I think you'll see a trend of me doing that more often than not.
0: Yes, I do remember being annoyed by that on multiple occasions. Uh, it was for it, this moment, baby. It felt really forced. Um okay. Well, let's let's just so wrap I'm, this up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm approaching this from two perspectives. The first, whatever bullshit you just said. The second, being what is a segment to me a segment is like a defined period of a podcast like if you have like uh you know like this is a movie review corner or whatever like that's a segment yeah we to kinda, me yeah we kind of don't do that huh that's the thing henry if our reading of this is did we have <laughs> segments that yeah. were more streamlined and we did no segments and i feel like maybe we did one or two segments like a what are you drinking or what did you watch and i do feel like whatever segments we did they were streamlined but there were so few of them few of them yeah i i'm what i'm saying is there were so few of them that you get it Oh, why? Because is- of, because with the reading of it not being a greater quantity of segments, but for the segments that there were, <laughs> were they more streamlined. <laughs> I
1: would argue yes. Oh my so John, that would give me a bingo. You, would you have me review the squares that would have
0: that would achieve such a thing? I would appreciate an opportunity to veto any of these bingo squares. absolutely <laughs> yeah. you as you said I, I love the game. I love the game. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like cheat anyone out of anything. I just would love the opportunity to freely veto any of these yeah. for any reason. I think you'll I think
1: you will protest one of these heavily. okay, but I'm just gonna read them from top down. I got a bingo on the O column. For zero credits podcast development. Square number one. A new zero credits theme song. And I presented to you three. Uh-huh. Yes. All right. Square two. Guest interviews of interesting people. In parentheses, not Jeff. And we interviewed. Knocked that Amy one out of in- the
0: park. That was great.
1: Yeah. Uh, square, square three. More streamlined segments. We just covered it. I'll move on square number four research topics. Every episode you so graciously gave me that you awarded me that just mere moments ago, which leads us to square number five, a surprise appearance by Emma stone. Uh huh. You recall John in the 300th episode, Uh we, we had a surprise appearance from emma stone's voice (laughs) okay here's
0: this one upsets me this do you remember
1: do you remember the sound clip that that you you you're like i don't even think that's emma stone and then and then she did saturday night live before the year
0: was over and reprised that role do you remember this Here's my problem with that square. No, what's here's, your problem? No, Here's my problem with it. I don't think you get it on episode 300. Oh. I, I don't think you get it for that because it was Emma Stone, and I was incredulous about it being Emma Stone. Yeah. But then when it was Emma Stone, I was surprised that it had been... <laughs> So that is a rare, and I have to grant it to you, retroactive bingo square. Wow! Wow, that's, you cinched it up. That's what's a crazy bingo. about what's crazy about mine is, other than the email from a more popular podcast, I fell ass backwards into every single one of the ones leading up to my bingo. That's like great. I. That these were just me prognosticating baby and a, about a 150 year old man dying and the most guilty person ever being convicted uh really just looked into the lathe of heaven and and created those you put in a lot of work to your ultimate winning column yeah probably too much work if i'm being honest but It'll
1: all have been worth it when I get that grand prize, that grand cash prize.
0: We're playing for money, right? Uh, No, a dinner. Oh. A dinner non-redeemable for cash value.
1: (laughs) Well, I'll eat it all the same. Uh, I do think it's funny looking at the bingo card, because I gave us one free space in the middle. And that free space was that Elon Musk would bankrupt Twitter. And as of this date, Twitter's value has only dropped by a mere seventy-two percent. So it's not
0: bankrupt. It's it's not bankrupt yet, though. Hopefully soon. I think I like to think that was a wishful thinking free space. And also at the beginning of the year, definitely looked like it was going to be true.
1: Yeah. Um, somehow he scraped out with a mere twenty-eight percent. That's correct. Twenty-eight percent valuation to stop him from bankrupting. But like. It's going to happen
0: any day now, right? Like, come on. Yeah, one one would hope that Twitter goes bankrupt and then we all move on with our lives. And then we move on to threads where it appears as though people are posting exclusively the most annoying shit I've ever seen. But, Henry, as to the matter of the dinner. Yes. We do have to have it out about the dinner. Okay, let's have it out right here, right now. Okay, so as I discussed, I'm doing dry January. Correct. And I think a lot of the reason why people do dry January is, you know, they want to like restore the meaning and connection with drinking that they feel like they lost. But, you know, everyone's trying to like, um, you know, tighten the purse strings a little bit in the new year. You know, December is a pretty expensive time. November, you get all that like turkey and bread and stuff you're buying. Uh, It's a really expensive time at the end of the year.
1: It's true. Yeah
0: and uh you know around here at the old our last name household you know we're we're trying to cut back on expenses a little bit
1: yeah you you might have a couple of like uh i don't know i'm just
0: gonna throw a dart at a board like trips coming up or something yeah we might have we might both have a a one to many uh expensive trips coming up in the next month and a half so we're really trying to like level set and minimize spending and here's what i can do for you henry okay john what's up i can do let's let me just get let me just get the old checkbook and weird (laughs) uh weird receipt typewriter thing that tim allen uses in uh christmas with the cranks let me just uh this is this is me hitting the, the hitting the keys on the On the receipt count that's sixteen hundred dollars, twenty six million dollars, fifteen cents, carry the one, three cups. Who I think the best I can do is a dinner for four at Taco Bell. Hell yeah, we'll meet you there. Uh, dinner for, maybe we'll take the Taco Bell to like, I don't know, someone's house or something. Uh, no, no DoorDash though. I will be going to Taco <laughs> Bell in yeah. person. To no, no, it
1: not paying the upcharge DoorDash plus delivery fee plus tip. No, I get you there because they do nickel and dime the hell out of you.
0: Listen, man, if you're like door dashing yard house to your house because you're hungover, sure, you're paying way too much money for food. All the DoorDash stuff will triple the price of a Taco Bell order. Yeah. Uh, Not worth it, but I'm willing to do Taco Bell or if I can find like a happy hour where entrees are less than $5. That could be fun too. Hey, you know what? I'll get back to you. Just, you know, don't look for a lot. I mean, keep so the free tr- yeah.
1: refills to a minimum. <laughs> the free, Keep the free soda drink <laughs> refills to a minimum.
0: Yeah, keep it to a minimum. Um, I'm trying to go in there with a Camelback and fill it up. Because like I said, we are really trying to save some money this month. Yeah, no, no no worries. This dinner, let's just say the stipulation of the contest
1: is it just needs to happen within the next year. That's all. Yeah but
0: really the sooner we do it the better because i don't want to i
1: don't want to lord this over you right
0: i mean you can lord it over me how long can you lord a delicious one course taco bell meal over someone long enough uh and we will we will dear listeners Give you a full debrief on the meal. Maybe we'll eat it on the podcast mukbang style. <laughs> uh, almost no. certainly not. No, we're an audio-only format. They'll get no enjoyment of listening <laughs> to us eat. Just listening to me try to try to to belaboredly belaboredly breathe through a bean burrito. <laughs> <laughs> imagine you like you carve like some type of. Uh some type of rebreather out of <laughs> out of a bean burrito. Oh yeah, Taco Bell snorkeling. Yeah. Oh man, back in the college days you just carve, you carve a little hole in the top of the burrito and then you stick a straw in it and you you can turn that burrito into a weed pipe. Oh, one of them weed pipes. Yeah, you know, like a pipe you smoke weed out of.
1: Right. Yes. One of those pipes for smoking weed out of.
0: Yeah. Wait, I, Henry. Do you not know about weed
1: pipes? <laughs> oh yes. Quote. Quote. Weed pipes. I know what you're talking about. Okay, it is a euphemism. <laughs> oh,
0: ah, yeah. crack yes. pipe. Ah, oh, I knew it. Because have you ever smoked drug. crack out of a bean burrito? No, I haven't had the pleasure. Uh, it is a pleasure, but it's dry January. I can't be doing that right. anymore. We'll keep you updated on the dinner, and let me just say congratulations, Henry. You know, thank you. Uh, I it was rigged from
1: the beginning because all of my squares were things I wanted to do anyway. But I'm just happy to, in your eyes, have succeeded in making the podcast better, more enjoyable, not annoying at all. Um, and let's just put a little bow on this conversation about uh-huh, yeah. mm-hmm. about about Zeit Bingo. I think it was fun, but also I never want to do it again.
0: <laughs> yeah, listeners, let me let you in on something. Zeit Bingo made us put more effort into the podcast. That we had previously, and now that that fucking yoke is off our necks, welcome back, baby. Well, I for just, the last for the last year, yeah. you were at mom's house. Now dad's got custody. There's pink mold in the bathroom. <laughs> How did it get pink? You'll never know. It's a new kind of mold that only exists at dad's house.
1: I I feel like yes, we did put a lot of effort into the podcast in order to like get Zeit Bingo to work, but also there were times when it felt like a crutch for content where we would just kind of like give an update and it didn't it never felt sometimes it would feel organic but sometimes it's like oh yeah we got that zeit bingo thing we don't need to dig deeper into
0: what's going on right now sometimes especially for like the death of henry kissinger and i in post uh added some henry kissinger content But I was like so caught up in the bingo aspect of it. I didn't, I barely even talked about the Henry Kissinger of it all.
1: Yeah. Also, there was an unfortunate incident in our second to last episode of the year where we talked at length about Norman Lear, and then he died literally like the next day. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes, that was, uh, you know, maybe without Bingo, I would have learned more about Norman Lear's amazing career in television comedy and could have spoken to that a little bit, right. but instead we just kind of made a joke about it. And moved it's on.
1: like, it's like what you make fun of people on like online when like a celebrity dies and they
0: make it about themselves. We did that for a whole year. Yes. I'm going to say if Zeitbingo comes back, maybe No. No death. deaths, yeah, no death
1: for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I think it was a fun little experiment. You know, maybe I, I just feel like it's hard to predict what's going to happen because like even like on the first of this year, the headline like Snoop Dogg Snoop Dogg to join the commentary cast of the Olympics was like trending. I'm like, that's phenomenal. I would never put that on a bingo card, but that's the kind of thing that should be on a bingo card.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can uh, you can never predict the future because it's much sillier than you could ever. I do have to say about the um, the existing bingo cards, your watch has ended. If you were on the notable deaths list and you were holding out for 2024, because you can't stand to see John and Henry take the W on this one. It's time to just let go and walk into that white light Ricky Gervais. All i know you've been holding on all year literally to die
1: he literally just put out a special so like what else has he got going on
0: oh it's his final special i mean it will be <laughs> it, 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 it it will be jokes parody jokes parody
1: um but also doubly goes for the antichrist i know you weren't ascending just because
0: you didn't want to see john wind and now not now you could Yeah, you were down there in hell or the version of ancient Rome that exists below the surface of the earth or wherever the Antichrist lives. And you were like, no, and I have been saying this for years. The Antichrist is my chief op and hater. Yeah. The Antichrist (laughs) can't stand to see me win. (laughs) I'm
1: imagining... Now I'm so okay and and all of the Christian lore that I know the antichrist is of course like this false prophet who might usher in the end of days etc. But now I'm picturing something like well you know Jesus loves you so the antichrist must hate you because he's the <laughs> complete course. opposite of Christ he's like bizarro superman.
0: <laughs> it's like uh it's like anti Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah. Just the opposite of whatever This person, you know, uh, the Antichrist famously uh, played a flute and then a bunch of moneylenders went into the city. Wait, Christ didn't chase moneylenders out with a flute. (laughs) (laughs) You
1: might be confusing the the Christian Lord and Savior prophet with uh, the Pied Piper.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's possible. Um, mm, Mm. They are both from the Emerald Isle. Uh, but yeah, the Antichrist <laughs> whipped the air and the moneylenders came back into the city. Wow, yeah. He, the Antichrist reached into water and found two fish and turned them into one fish. <laughs> he, he turned a feast into a meal for one for himself. Everywhere the Antichrist walks, wine turns into water. The Antichrist sinks to the bottom of water faster than you'd believe. Yep can't dude can't swim. Dude dude cannot swim. Sinks like a lead fishing lure. Wait. Yeah. Uh Oh man, I've, it's it's really a shame that they um remade White Men Can't Jump this oh year God, instead dude. of the natural sequel Antichrist Can't Swim <laughs> starring Woody Harrelson oh same cast same, same cast, cast as the original uh white man can't jump same cast same cast oh and if they had done that antichrist would have been a, like i said the antichrist can't stand to see me winning no nope.
1: he can't he can't because he doesn't <sighs> love you like jesus would
0: yeah jesus would love me yeah. <laughs> That sounds like an insult yeah jesus would love me <laughs> jesus would love you <laughs> Jesus only likes the broken and the rejected.
1: Jesus hung out with prostitutes. I guess that why exp- that explains why he hangs out with your mom.
0: Oh, Mary Magdalene <laughs> is your mom. <laughs> your mom, your mom's in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Bathsheba.
1: <laughs> oh boy, what a year it's gonna be. uh John what,
0: what, what are some things you're looking forward to this year? I'm sorry. I was really stuck on creating like a Bathsheba run. What are things I'm looking forward to in 2024? Uh, I think I, in the past few years, have kind of been speed running life too much. Like I get a very married and then very bought a house. I kind of just want to chill out and like, so I don't. resolutions as such but my resolution for 2023 was to play more so then i like got back into comedy and did some other stuff and now i want to play harder
1: okay that's really it's interesting that you say that because uh 2023 in our household was the year of doing things um so instead of like waffling about like you know whether we should do something or not we just went ahead and did it so like we Mm redid our bathroom we bought a new roof um just things that Pull the trigger. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. So This year for 2024, we're calling it our year of play uh, with the main goal of let's play all of the board games we have in our house because some of them are still in their plastic wrappers. And that's kind of silly, mm. um, but it's going to extend broader to like, let's play. Let's let's get out there. Let's have fun because we just did a bunch of stuff. And yeah. Then- then I got sick, and also my identity was stolen. And a lot of shitty, sucky things happened at the end of the year.
0: So let's just go have fun. You need to play. Yeah. I I just bought a new bike. If that's not play, what is? That's literally children at play. Like, children, their number one toy is a bike. So, boom, you're doing it. I got to say, there is this, like... I think a lot of people have figured out this play thing. Cause when I went to the bike shop to order my bike, like people who I don't know who I'd been talking to for maybe 20 minutes were like, yeah, once you get this bike, you should come ride a- around places. <laughs> like some people were the kids who invited you to come ride bikes with them and they never stopped being those people. And I think that's what I want to be in 2024.
1: Yeah. Let's just have fun. You're going to play harder. We're going to
0: play in general. Let's just have fun. Yeah. I think part of play harder is uh, take all things that aren't play a little less seriously. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have some serious things
1: pop up this year. It's an election year. It's going to be shitty. Let's
0: enjoy the parts that aren't shitty. You know, let's let's have some fun. Yeah. Why, why spend a lot of time worrying about something you can't change? Obviously take direct action and do what you can. But like if someone, if, if someone at work isn't emailing you back for hours, maybe don't sit and be anxious and annoyed about it. maybe get out there and play or play harder and take it seriously when you go out and do that. Cause that's what's important. You're not going to be sitting there on your death chair thinking, oh, I wish I had spent more time anxious about that one guy who doesn't email back fast enough.
1: Yeah, no. Let's everybody play so hard we make everyone else uncomfortable.
0: Everyone this year. This has turned into a resolu- from a resolution to a call to action. Everyone this year. Be that kid who plays so hard you throw up and then everyone gets a little uncomfortable for a second, but then you're all playing again. Yes. Mostly dogs do that, I guess, but maybe <laughs>
1: kids do that too. Kids are dogs now, baby. It's too expensive to have a kid.
0: I, uh, I got a very sweet and well-designed uh, sticker for my MacBook that says the dog father in the Godfather font. I'm like, nah. that's cute. But then like, if you think about it too long, you start to feel kind of weird about where our generation's at and our ability to uh, afford children. Uh, but dogs are fine ours had a cold for a while i don't know oh delhi has a cough right now it's going around dog
1: rsv it's crazy because like she doesn't really interact with many other dogs but yeah she definitely when she gets excited or barks she coughs so we're bringing her to the vet
0: yeah i um they'll probably just tell you <laughs> so leo got a got kennel cough once it was like shivering and had a fever and seemed really bad their advice is always just like they have kennel cough (laughs) so if they ever stop eating maybe bring them in yeah i mean uh, this
1: is our first uh dog sickness so really yeah we're gonna do it with a yeah just going for like a check check-in kind of thing yeah um and then if they say oh yeah just kind of let it run its course i'll be like all right that's that's now the game plan for the next time
0: yeah, definitely get it checked out. I think Leo just, like, we took him to the dog park once and he caught, like, a dog cold. He doesn't have cough. He, he's just sneezing a lot and has a little runny nose. It's cute. It's cute. But you can you can tell that he's he's bummed out and uh, he hasn't been sleeping in his kennel. Oh, no. He's been
1: sleeping in the bed.
0: No, he's been sleeping on the couch. He will never be allowed in the bed. Oh, no. But, he's uh, been sleeping in your spot in the bed. He's He's been, uh, oh, well, I'm sleeping in the kennel now oh you replaced him yeah i replaced him the food's good though it's the same meal every day yeah i'm meal prepping i'm, I'm bulking right now mm. yeah uh <laughs> did, <laughs> quick, quick aside quick aside from whatever we we're talking about did you ever read that thing about that guy who bulk ordered monkey food no what there was uh there was a recently there was a there was this long I think reddit thread on a body no this was years ago a long okay. reddit thread on a, I think a bodybuilding reddit where a guy like uh just <laughs> bulk ordered monkey food and just like ate monkey biscuits for <laughs> for for food and had like receipts and like names of monkey food to send to people and people were like doing the math on they're like this is an amazingly cheap source of nutrition fascinating yeah so i'm on that monkey food diet except it's dog food it's just dog food yeah Yeah, he posted like tips for eating the monkey chow. He's like, it's really hard. So if you like, soak it in water first; it's easier to eat. So if you're wondering where we are in the zeitgeist, we're past that guy. (laughs) Yeah, we're that guy forever ago. We're past tinned fish. We're unfortunately past digging tunnels in your house. We're past Ricky Gervais dying. And now we're on to... I feel like 2024 is going to be an unprecedented year for that old ghost. Yeah, I hope so. Well, I hope it's a good year. I hope something... Yeah, I, I hope it's unprecedented in good ways. Yeah, I hope it's unprecedentedly
1: good because we've had... We've had a string of... I want to say four bad years, but maybe it's just been
0: three and it feels like four. Well, I mean, according to zero credits, I think a number of those years were good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I stand by some of those verdicts. 2022 (laughs) was good. I got married. I'll kill
1: you if you say otherwise. 2022 was a really bad year for a lot of people. One, John got married.
0: But I got married, so it's a good year. Twenty twenty one, vaccines started rolling out.
1: A lot of people died.
0: A lot of yeah, but that's every year.
1: Yeah, so no year is really good. I get I get what you're saying. Yeah,
0: yeah, all years are good. A lot of people died. A lot of people you know, died. You know what's remarkable is I had a lot of
1: content planned for this episode, and uh, unlike the past year, I don't have to worry about it. We can just yeah, let it you know. go. We can do it next week if I really feel like it. But like, I'm not panicked about trying to get to the stuff I prepared because there's no, there's no more burden on being being prepared.
0: Yeah, I I think I'm really going to enjoy a more relaxed year of this podcast. I just really hope nothing comes up on this podcast or this year that necessitates like a special amount of effort being given every week to like a long recurring segment or something. I just hope that doesn't happen.
1: Yeah. I also hope there's no like kind of like ongoing coverage of <laughs> something big that kind of takes us week to week with like some type of reoccurring segment. I, d- I don't want that to happen.
0: Yeah. I'd hate to have to do research on a specific thing every single yeah. Week, and I'd hate for that to happen sometime this year, but really no signs are indicating that that'll be um right. so it's gonna be chill, you know. This is a real like Joe Paratox to you kind of thing. This podcast is white noise, just put it on to go to sleep. Nothing of import will be discussed, Yeah, uh, no effort will be given for the entire year. What a what a great sales pitch.
1: And at no point do I want to like clip that whole last bit we did and replay it at any point
0: yeah that would be crazy why why would we
1: we wouldn't need to to
0: do that something would have to be happening for it to be ironic for you to play that back right exactly yeah so that's not gonna happen not gonna happen rest easy listeners Hopefully you can hear that it's pissing down rain outside the window, and hopefully this is helping you drift off to sleep. Oh, where's sleep podcast now? Oh, I'm in a little chair. Oh, I'm in a little chair, and you're falling asleep. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we are. We're hard pivot to sleep podcast. Yeah, we're a hard
1: pivot to sleep podcast. Good night, everybody. But (laughs)
0: but first
1: but first john's gonna wake you up with those hot hot details of how you can tell us about your new year's resolutions
0: okay here we go oh hey sleepyhead were you just now getting to the early stages of REM rapid eye movement sleep essential for the health of your memory well i'm gonna let you get back to your REM sleep and you know what sleep in a little bit tomorrow Because nothing's that important but first let me tell you take this quilt off take the quilt off feel feel the air on your skin oh you're one of those people who sleeps in (laughs) boxers and a tank top for some reason that's weird i felt like people only did that in movies anyway let me just adjust your hospital bed up so you're facing me that's right you're in a hospital bed there we go Uh, If you want to get in touch with us, you can send us a a tweet on soon-to-be-bankrupt Twitter slash X at ZCPCWHJ on Twitter or X or whatever. And I believe my friend Henry, yes, he's here too. No, it's not a sleep paralysis demon. He's in the corner, but he knows what that stands for.
1: I think that stands for truth, justice, and the American
0: way, John. That's right and if you want to send us an email a dream mail get an email in your dreams did you know that a tech company is trying to make it so people can code while they sleep so they don't lose productivity anyway don't worry about that if you want to send us an email you can do so at zero credits is a podcast at gmail.com and if you send me an email i'll know that our email address isn't fucking broken because apparently, that, that's the only reasonable explanation why every local podcast didn't fucking get back to me at all. That's, I hope it doesn't go through. I hope it's broken. Or else my faith in my fellow podcasters in the area is broken forever. Speaking of podcasts, we're on every podcast service. We're on... Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on the soon-to-be-destroyed Google Podcast, Pod Chaser Good Pods, Slurp Ramp, and uh Quicken. We're on Quicken now. Uh however, you found this podcast, tell your friends to get this podcast on a service. And if they do, leave a rating or a review. It really helps us. The best way. You can help us is for you to enter your dreams where the mycelia of the brain is connected to all other human brains. That's right. You thought dreaming was just getting rid of excess memories and uh, like uh, like spring cleaning for the brain every night. No, you're actually tapping into the consciousness of all other human beings. And I need you to lucid dream into the mind of Janet Yellen or any other prominent uh, figure with a platform and tell them to tell people about the podcast that's now a dream podcast now everybody needs the good dreams everybody needs to sleep you spend a third of your life asleep so why not have a good mattress that's right word of the mouth is the only way we can survive so tell the dreamers tell the screamers and be our little schemer we love you and from Everyone here at
1: the More Laid Back Zero Credits Podcast Studios. We just want to wish you a happy new year. Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year. Happy And you know what? Good New Year. Good a happy new year. Good, good new hey. Good, happy
1: new year. Best new year. Best New Year, good, happy New Year, good, good Sunday morning. good Sunday morning.
0: Goodbye. Goodbye.
1: Think about that good
0: Sunday morning clip at least once a month. (laughs) It's uh, their brains are rotting. You shouldn't make an 80 year old person work that much. You just shouldn't.